What if you found out someone had been looking, looking for you the whole time? Hello, friends. Welcome to 1000 Words Stories on the Way. Uh, thank you so much for being here today. My name is Matthew Clark, and as I mentioned last week, I'm beginning a series today. And I'm going to be introducing you to the various writers, the essayists who wrote in response to the songs on the album, Only the Lover Sings. So Only the Lover Sings is a project that has two parts. It has uh, an album, and it also has a book of essays that go with the album. And I asked a bunch of different writers to just pick a song on the album and write a sort of responsive um, piece. And then all of those pieces were compiled and edited and uh, into a book. So this is a, a book and an album, and I want to introduce you to these essayists. And um, the book is available on Amazon right now, and the album is also streaming everywhere online. So you can get a hold of those. And if you've already read the book, would you do me a favor and just take a minute or two and go over to Amazon and write a review for the book. That would help so much. I really appreciate that. So last week, I shared a little from the introduction to the book, from the introduction that I wrote. And uh, this week... I want to introduce you to Andrew Roycroft and let you hear from him. Andrew wrote an essay entitled A Stranger on the Road, and he wrote it in response to the first song on the album, which is called Looking for You. So let me tell you a little bit about Andrew. I first found out about Andrew through The Rabbit Room. Um, Andrew is a, a poet, and they had shared some of his poetry, and I really liked it. And uh, then I started following him on Instagram. I really appreciated just his kind of uh, generous pastor's heart. And it turns out he is a pastor, so that makes sense. Uh, Andrew is from Northern Ireland. He is married to Carolyn, and he is the father of two wonderful daughters. He's very interested in um, theology and literature and their capacity to point us towards God towards the gospel and God's glory. And uh, Andrew serves as pastor of Portadown Baptist Church in County Armagh and as a visiting lecturer in biblical theology and apologetics at the Irish Baptist College. Uh, he also regularly contributes over at the Rabbit Room website, and his poetry has appeared in a, a lot of literary journals. And he's been featured in uh, the community arts projects in Northern Ireland in collaborative work with ministries, uh, new Irish arts, and in radio broadcasts with the BBC. So uh, he's doing lots of really interesting and wonderful things as a, as a pastor and as an artist and a poet. Um, you can find Andrew on Instagram at Andrew underscore Roycroft, and he blogs at thinkingpastorally.com. And then, like we said, he's got plenty of good posts over at thewonderfulrabbitroom.com. 
So that's a little bit about Andrew, and uh, I'm so glad that Andrew agreed to be a part of this project, a part of Only the Lover Sings. And I'm really happy to be introducing him to you. The very first lyrics of the album are, what if you found out someone had been looking for you the whole time? This album is built around the scene in John 4 where Jesus meets the Samaritan woman at Jacob's well. But it wasn't an accident that he met her there. Jesus was seeking out this woman because he wanted to bring her good news about God's love for her, even though there's no way she ever could have guessed that God cared anything about her. But why would she think God didn't care? Well, she had a thousand reasons to think that. I mean, all of us get so used to hearing the voices of shame and accusation that tell us over and over again that we are worthless and unloved. And those voices tell us in a lot of different ways that God is you know, disgusted with us or repulsed by us. And so, you know, you might as well just give up and give in. This is the best you can hope for under the circumstances, right? So, we might as well give up to a life of hiding from God and just settling for things like settling for life as it is, even if it's miserable. I mean, the voices of shame keep telling us, you know, what what else is there? But, Jesus interrupts those oppressive accusations that lead us to despair, and he brings a better word. And the word is himself, spoken from his beautiful, loving face. He pursues us. He seeks out every lost sheep. You know, he leaps from the porch towards every lost son or daughter, and he calls us to be brave enough to look him in the eyes. Not to find that look of disgust that we expect, but to find a look of mercy and love. The prodigal son found that surprise, and so did the woman at the well. And she, she kind of stands in our place, encouraging us to, you know, she says, come see this man that she found out was the Savior that she had nearly given up, given up hoping for. And so... That's the song that Andrew Roycroft chose to write an essay in response to. But Andrew is a creative fellow, and I really love the direction that he took with this essay. He decided to write um, like an imaginative narrative. And so he takes us on this journey that's, that shows us what it's like to be shackled and, and just led around by shame and the many voices of devilish accusations. So what you're going to hear is just an excerpt from the full essay which is included in the book, Only the Lover Sings. But we learn by the end of the essay that um, as we've been led along that road of despair by devils, it turns out that someone else that we didn't expect has been tracking us down. Uh, Someone whose heart is bent on breaking the power of sin and guilt and disarming that the legion voices of shame. So, please welcome Andrew Roycroft 
as he reads a portion of his essay from Only the Lover Sings, entitled, A Stranger on the Road. Shame never supplied a roadmap, insisting you follow the course they set for you. With terrifying skill, shame carried you away along the high hedge lanes of skewed logic, out onto a footway where thought was no longer needed, only raw feeling, guilt, a hung head and a heavy heart. Shame shared little about your destination, insisting it was more effective to keep you travelling and talk about arrival or belonging. Shame invited you to rest in roadside lodges where the table was only ever set for one, where the rooms were windowless, with single beds and a trickling excuse for running water. Each day, Shame gave you an early wake-up call, reminding you of why you belong on the road and not at home, instilling in you again the fact that you are broken. Occasionally, Shame would lose their focus, and you could snatch a reprieve, branching off the footway and down some back road where birds dared to sing the day and where the sunlight offered a brief embrace. You met with others who had found this way. Together, you drifted along pine-needled paths into the hush of heavy canopied woodland, finally finding a clearing where you sat together just half a dozen and soaked up your surroundings. At times, you talked with one another, but never about your shared master, shame. You spoke in words with well-rounded edges, careful, politic, never fully opening up your heart or probing the hearts of others. At first you welcomed their offer of sharing in a common cup, but you learned that the coolness of that water in your mouth was bitter to your gut. Soon you were back on the footway, driven there by sulking shame, who was affronted at your boldness in seeking fellowship. While the road only carried you in one direction, the lane opposite seemed like a different world. The travellers there were well-dressed, their heads held high, engaging constantly with one another, but never with those on your side of the footway. In the earliest days of your journey, you tried to stop some of these travellers, forlornly hoping that you might be able to switch sides and go with them. Only one ever stopped to give you the time of day, but his demeanour was aloof and condescending. He would tell you nothing of his destination, nor even his name. From then onwards, the mere sight of those other travellers wounded you more and more deeply, and you never crossed to speak with them again. Once at dinner time in the roadside lodge, you were approached by a stranger who hustled the seat alongside your table and asked to enjoy your company. Starved for days of any conversation, you accepted, gratified when your fellow traveller ordered a bottle of the finest wine and much better food than you'd eaten so far in your travels. The conversation made your heart leap, touching the nerve of your relationship with shame, proffering sympathy and commiseration about your better journey. At the end of the evening, when your senses were slick with red wine, the stranger invited you to share an ensuite room in the upper sections of the lodge, far from the bustle and clamour of the roadside. You hesitated for a moment, but shame suddenly appeared in the dining room, urging you to accept the offer, to allow yourself this luxury. Blushing, you gratefully accepted, but the next morning you are awakened by shame ceaselessly raining blows in your head. The double bed had been stripped while you slept and the room furnished with old photos of your past. Your companion left the room, eyes now hard and black, face alive with gleeful reproach on you and on your history.
To close us out, I'd like to just read the lyrics to this first song on the album, and it's called Looking For You. You can hear this song, and you can hear the whole album right now, wherever you stream music online. Um, And you can read the full version of Andrew's essay in the book, which you can order on Amazon today. But here are the lyrics to Looking For You from Only the Lover Sings. What if you found out someone had been looking, looking for you the whole time? Tell me, do you feel forgotten? Tell me, do you feel like a throwaway, left last in line and never picked to play? You're wondering if your prayers have ever made it past the ceiling. But what if you found out someone had been looking looking for you the whole time. Seems like I recall a story. Seems like I recall a son who left, flat turned his back on everyone who cared. He never would have guessed that every day since then, the Lord was searching. I'm telling you, there is a friend who loves you at your worst, and he is searching everywhere. So child, when your heart gets broken, child, when your heart gets stolen by thieves in the valley and covered up in lies, God is out there digging where the rest gave up on the treasure. So what if you found out someone had been looking, looking for you the whole time. Okay, friends, go find Andrew Roycroft online. Order your copy of Only the Lover Sings to read the rest of his wonderful essay. Uh, Go listen to the album online. And please do share it with your friends and leave reviews. And then next week, I will be back to introduce you to another essay and essayist from the book. So thank you so much for stopping by. I'll see you next time on 1000 Words. What if you found out Someone had been looking Looking for you the whole time The whole time